WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. And joining me on the phone right now is Amy Smith from the uh, River Cleanup here in La Crosse. And this is, I, I, uh, good morning, Amy, first of all. And thank you for uh, for taking the time to uh, to chat with me here this morning about the uh, uh, upcoming event on uh, on May 8th. No, absolutely. I appreciate you having us on. So, not I'm glad to glad to do it and uh, help get the word out about uh, uh, an important uh, an important event that uh, uh, that affects a lot of people. Anyone that uh, anyone that uses the uh, the water around here, uh, and I guess maybe just to start out too. And I didn't realize that that when I as I'm looking at your release here too is that. Uh, this is the the twenty eighth year that this is uh, this has happened. I'm uh, it, it it doesn't seem that long. <laughs> I know. Well, it it yeah, twenty eight years is a long time, but it it started with the Bryce's Prairie Conservation Club mm-hmm. actually started it, and it kind of started as a group of friends with a couple of boats, and every year after that it grew and it grew and it grew, and then the DNR took a hold of it, and mm-hmm. um, a few years back. 10 years ago, 11 years ago, that's when I came on board. Um, you know, the DNR was spread so thin yeah. uh, with all their cuts. They had to either let it go or, you know, have somebody else pick it up. And, that, and that's when I stepped in. So it's 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 been a fun 10 years, and we're, we're excited to, to con- continue doing it for another 28 years. Well, yeah, and, and you, you know, the the thing that always uh, – and, and we were talking just a little bit before the uh, – before we went on air here too, is that uh, uh, with my other job up at the the TV station back in the day there, I used to would would cover some of these uh, these cleanup events and was always amazed at the amount and the types of things that were uh, were brought into uh, into the landings and just I I think the thing that always just kind of amazed me was the amount of trash and the amount of junk that. Uh, uh, that people uh, would be bringing in. I mean, it just it, it just boggles the mind that the, that there's that much <laughs> junk out there. Yeah, it. I mean, there's definitely no shortage of trash and debris that we pull out. We like to think that we're you know we're obviously making a tangible difference. Mm-hmm. Um, for the last number of years, we we set up at four different landings and we get full, four full size dumpster dumpsters that we fill to the brim. Mm-hmm. And then on top of the dumpsters, we have barrels that we get recycled. We have scrap that gets recycled. There's a ton of styrofoam out there. So, like I said, we'd like to think that we're making a difference, but year after year after year, you know, stuff keeps coming up. Um, and it's, it's a residual effect. It, you know, it happens here, but we're also catching, we're also catching everything from that comes from upstream. So, mm-hmm. You know, it, it takes. You know, we're we're doing our job helping our community and our local residents enjoy the waterways and have healthier and cleaner waterways. But we need kind of everybody along the Mississippi, everybody in the Mississippi watershed. Um, we we need everybody really to kind of step up and and help out in order to make a a big a bigger drop in the pot. And and let me let me ask about that because people having people step up. Let's let's talk about that just a, a little bit as well about how people can get involved in the uh, in the event. Again, and it's uh, uh, May the eighth. That's uh, a Saturday. And uh, how yep. can people get involved? 
Uh, we actually have a website. Uh, it's rivercleanuplacrosse.com. Everyone can go there. You can check out some of our photos from past cleanups. You can register. You can learn more about the event and who we are. We're always looking for uh, local community members to, one, volunteer, and then we're looking for local businesses to collaborate with and partner up with and, you know, help us grow, whether it be a financial contribution or an in-kind donation towards the cleanup. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's rivercleanuplacrosse.com, and everybody can find information there. Great. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, how do, uh, you know, I guess, is is there an expectation of how many people you're, I, I guess, how many people usually do you get? And and I'm guessing there's probably some repeat uh, uh, folks, you know, that uh, that come back year after year that also help out. Oh, yeah. We've got some diehards who've been doing this the entire time. Mm-hmm. So um, we average anywhere between 200 and 250 volunteers wow. um, at the four different landings. Uh, we're one of the bigger cleanups around, um, but you know, with that kind of help, it, it, it the more obviously the more volunteers we have, the more trash we get to pull from the water. And recently, you know, the last four or five, six years, uh, we've gotten a lot more interest from the community. Um, so we have a lot more walking volunteers. Hmm. So we've now recently been starting to send people instead of walking along the shorelines. You know, there's only so many shorelines. We'll actually send people out into the community, into neighborhoods, onto the streets, you know, to pick up trash because it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, any any trash that's on the street is either going to get blown into the water or it's going to go into the storm drains and eventually make its way to the water. So we've really been expanding our reach to be, you know, obviously we're a river cleanup and we like to stay right on the water, but we, lately we've been expanding our reach into the community, so making even a bigger difference in the urban area. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and, and let me, let me ask you about that too, because, you know, having people walk the, uh, the, like the, the shorelines and stuff. If, you know, I'm someone, I don't have a boat, uh, but if I yep. wanted to volunteer, you know, I guess, would you, you know, pair me up or, or how would that, uh, you know, or would I, you know, walk the shoreline, which, you know, how would that, uh, how would that work? We've, we normally, we would just, send you out into the community. Well, you know, we have the the coordinators that we have at each landing have been doing this for years and they know the area. So we have maps of, um, you know, high trash locations where we'll have specific locations where we'll, we know there's trash collecting. We'll send people out that way. So anyone, whether you have a boat or not, I think this is a good opportunity to get outside, make a difference in the community. And we have volunteers every, everywhere from two years old to 80 years old. So this is a really good, it's a good family event too. And normally, you know, in a non-COVID year, mm-hmm. we have a big after party. We feed the volunteers lunch and hand out a ton of door prizes. We get so many door prizes from the community. So we're trying to make it, trying to make it as worthwhile as possible for our volunteers to come out and have a good time. But I'm hoping that next year we'll be able to, sure. uh, continue with the after party again because you know that's the best part and and one thing i didn't uh, i didn't ask earlier you and you alluded to it uh, just now is that uh you're at four different landings which landings are are uh is this all taking place at uh the four landings are clinton street mm-hmm. uh 7th street in lacrosse mm-hmm. goose island and the fred Funk fred funk landing down on bryce's prairie Oh, sure. So okay. any volunteer can go onto the website, register. We ask 
you know, what, what landing you're, you're most likely going to come to. But even if, even that morning, if you haven't gone in, online and, and pre-registered, just come to the landing and we'll get you checked in. We'll get it figured out. Mm-hmm. And they'll, yeah, you've got coordinators that'll be there to kind of guide and direct everybody and, and uh, get them on yep. their way. Yep. Yep. And we, uh, we are pretty blessed too. We get, we have garbage bags for everybody. We have gloves for everybody. You know, we'll we'll do our best with social distancing, and we are encouraging everyone to at least wear a mask when you're at the landing. Um, try to volunteer with only members of your household. You know, all the, mm-hmm. the the standard COVID regulations. We we would appreciate it if people would still abide by those, even even though we're outside. And and one thing you did that is in the release here too is that you should probably prepare to get maybe a little dirty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That, I, that's that's the fun part of this. Like you're definitely going to get wet. You're definitely going to get dirty. You know, some of the stuff we we last year we collected almost 255 gallon barrels, wow. and those are the barrels that are underneath everybody's docks, and they mm-hmm. just naturally over time kind of come loose. So we collected a lot of those, and you know, half of those are easily stuck in the mud or filled with you know 20 gallons of water. So we've got people volunteers coming out with um hole saws and they'll actually drill holes in the barrels just to drain the water out and Mm -hmm. shovels and digging stuff out of the you know tow ropes just pulling as much out of the muck and the grime as you can so yeah yes you'll definitely get dirty and i mean it's definitely a good way to start the morning (laughs) well that's uh that that's true that that does sound uh it does sound like fun and so let me ask you then with the with the barrels is that really kind of the most common uh, thing that gets picked up out uh, out on the water those the those the large blue barrels that everybody's I guess kind of familiar with. Yeah, I would I would say that yeah the barrels are definitely common, but um, you know the 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 thing that we pick up most is uh, like the the non renewable plastics the you know the little stuff that like I said either gets blown in or comes in from mm-hmm. the storm drain. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff collects in the backwaters and it collects on certain, certain bends in the waterways. So we collect a whole lot of plastics, a whole lot of trash. Um, the barrels are common. The styrofoam from the docks are also mm. common. So that, that's another thing, too, is as of right now, we don't have an uh, opportunity to recycle the styrofoam. Okay. That's something we've always wanted to do. So if there's anyone out there that is aware of a somewhat local uh, business who does that kind of stuff will take the styrofoam and, and properly recycle it. Please get in touch with us. Yeah, that it, and, and you know it's and maybe, and maybe I guess I'm thinking too that that the 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 blue barrels I guess are sort of the most visible thing. But yeah, just the just the small trash, just the, like the you know the 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 food wrappers or the 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 small plastic water, you know the single serve water bottles. Those are the kind of things that that you're really yep. seeing a lot of. Oh yeah, water bottles and and fast food containers and just regular trash that, again, whether it's an in- intentional and some chucks mm-hmm. a fast food bag out of their window, or it's unintentional, it just naturally kind of blows out of a garbage bin or something like that. Ninety nine percent of the time, that trash is going to end up in the water, and we're surrounded by not only the the main channel, the Mississippi River, but we are surrounded by three, four different watersheds right in our little local community. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to end up in the water. So we really, really encourage people to, to do their part. You see trash in the, in the 
field or trash on the street, pick it up because it affects the health of our local waterways. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, 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 it, it, one of the things that, that astounded me was when uh, when I saw the release here, too, is that over the years, you've picked up more than uh, 700,000 pounds of trash. I, I mean, that's just oh, yeah. a, a staggering amount of, of, of garbage that's, uh, uh, that's been picked up. Yeah, and it's, you know, we've been, like, religiously keeping track of numbers and, and collecting data for the last, 10, 12 years. So I'm, I'm guessing it's easily over a million. Like if we would count mm-hmm. back to those years that we weren't necessarily recording everything, but sure. every year, every year we pull almost 20,000 pounds of trash and debris from the water. So yeah. definitely, definitely making a good difference right here in our local community. And, and I think too, that, 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 you know, I think if, if, you know, after the event, um, you know, that if, if people drove by, one of those landings that uh, that you mentioned, and just took a look at the things that that were brought that are are, are going to be brought in that day. Uh, I think they would be uh, would be amazed at at some of the things that uh, uh, that the volunteers have, have have collected. I know I have been uh, when I've I've seen things uh, when I've covered these things in the past. Yeah, no, there's definitely it's it's, in, it's interesting what we pull out. Some years it's pretty normal barrels and you know regular trash other years it's car parts and washers and dryers and like large appliances we Mm -hmm. found so many messages in a bottle which it's cute like it's you know it'd be fun to find a message in the bottle but at the same time you're adding to the trash and adding to the unhealthy waterways so yeah it's it's definitely interesting every year we find something something fun or something entertaining so you can see pictures on if you go on the website rivercleanuplacrosse.com there's a like an archive a gallery of each year um mm-hmm. and i got all the pictures up there so you can kind of check out all the random things that we've pulled from the water and you know, the thing that that always kind of amazes me and and, and I, I just I've, I've been at the landings and, and seen some of the the household appliances you know refrigerators washers and dryers like you said it's like how does that stuff get out you know into some of these places I, you know it's it's not like you know, they they flooded in the barrel. You know, like a barrel would come loose from a dock yeah. and float away. That that kind of makes sense. But you know, <laughs> it just it just kind of no. If, if if you find if you find a household appliance or car parts, or we find a lot of tires and batteries. Um, like if if we're finding that kind of stuff in the in the river in the waterways, it's a like a purposeful dump. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. another one of our goals is to not only have, you know, this one day a year that we go out and we actually clean stuff up, but to continue throughout the year to educate the community on, you know, proper dumping practices and where they can go and, you know, what this stuff, you know, when, when a, a refrigerator ends up in the water, the refrigerant itself does so much damage. Then you've got the plastic in there that's deteriorating. You've got the metal that's deteriorating. You're messing with uh, wildlife habitats. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's our job to, like I said, not only have this one day that we clean up every year, but to continue to educate and inspire our community members to do better. Well, and, and I hope that that that. And again, thank you for coming on this morning. Hopefully, we can we're, we're getting the message out to uh, some folks this morning here about uh, uh, the work that uh, you and your 
organization is doing, uh, and and again, just doing you know, people having you know, getting people to do their part to to pick things up and clean things up uh, out on out on the water. Yeah. That you know, it's a resource that everybody uses. Everybody uses whether you're actually you know fishing on it or hunting on it or use it for recreation or you know whether it's just a pretty view out your backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that kind of stuff makes a difference, and it really does. It really does take a village. Like it's yeah. such a cliche term, but we need really need everybody to step up and and just do their part and keep our area clean, whether it's on the streets, on the shorelines, or you know, right on the main channel of the river. Mm-hmm. Yep, and ex- exactly. Uh, okay, I do have to. I do have to ask this in in, uh, in terms of of finding things out there. Do you have a story of the most unusual thing that you've seen that has been brought in or something, you know, thing or some things that have been brought in that, that are like, you're just kind of scratching your head about. (laughs) Oh man. I feel like that happens every year. Like, (laughs) I feel like there's always something that we pull out that you're just baffled that someone could actually dump that or make a conscious decision to be like, Oh, I need to get rid of this. I don't know copy machine so i'm gonna dump it into the water so every like there's probably a lot of stories i feel kind of got put on the spot i should have probably thought about that question before i jumped oh, on no, and, and, and I, i'm sorry I, I i'm not trying to put you on the spot i, I just I... No, no it's okay yeah every year there's something random every year there's every year there's something unexpected i know that one year we actually found it probably didn't happen on purpose but one year we did found a perfectly good old wooden canoe it looked it looked like someone did the work and actually carved it out of one solid tree Mm -hmm. um and it 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 was beautiful and we wanted to kind of make sure that it didn't we didn't put it in the dumpster one of the volunteers actually ended up taking it home he wanted to restore it so you know there's there's cool stuff like that that we pull out that are still perfectly good i know we've pulled out (laughs) a couple years ago we pulled out a perfectly good set of tires with rims and one of the volunteers was like, I will take those for his four-wheeler or for his backhoe or something like that. So every now and then we pull out something random. <laughs> you just, you know, it is, I, I guess, yeah, there's always something a little, there's always that one sort of thing that it's, it, you just think about every year. It's like, why did somebody, you know, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. I totally it get never, that. It never ceases to amaze us what people throw into the water or what we find, like, We've kind of become immune to it at this point after doing it for so many years, but every year there's something random, and well, we'll continue to do it. We'll continue to find random yeah, stuff. Exactly. Well, and, and let me ask you too: is is that for people that that maybe they that live on the water too? Do you see a lot of uh, uh, in, in, in sorry, turning a little more serious now? Do you see a lot of of things that that sort of get found in the river that you know? may have floated away from a dock or, or something, you know, like the blue, blue barrels, things like that. Uh, you know, things that, that maybe, you know, we're getting some high water now, things that sort of get flooded out and, and, and end up in the water, not necessarily or not intentionally, but, you know, maybe just due yeah. to, to mother nature's efforts that, you know, you know, no, and that's, yeah, yes. Every single year, those barrels that we find, the sty- styrofoam that we find, is due 
it's, it's natural. Obviously, things become deteriorated over time, but that's where we need the help of those shoreline property owners or those houseboat owners or even, you know, the marinas that have all the docks to make sure they are staying up to date on their maintenance and, you know, check things, you know, that first melt to really, you know, get in there and and make sure things are attached properly and Mm -hmm. um, adjust where you need to because, yeah, every year we find more and more of those. Like I said, last year we found almost 200, and that was insane. It's a lot of barrels. Yeah. So to to continue to educate our community about, you know, keeping waterways clean, doing the maintenance on those docks and on those boathouses and, and really doing your part, um, that's something we're, we strive through, strive for throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that education <laughs> process that you were talking about as well. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, let me. Uh, and, and again, I appreciate you uh, being on this morning here and uh, talking with Amy Smith about the uh, the river cleanup uh, coming up May eighth. And again, Amy, just uh, go over if if people do want to uh, uh, have listened to this and, and are, are are interested in uh, volunteering and coming out and helping uh, on the uh, on that Saturday. Again, how can people uh, best do that? Yeah, you can find us on the website. Uh, it's rivercleanuplacrosse.com. Uh, you can go there, find more information, get some pictures, look at some pictures from past cleanups, register yourself and your family, um, or just show up at one of the landings. Uh, we start at 8, we go till noon. The four landings are Clinton Street and 7th Street in La Crosse, and then we are at uh, Goose Island, the main landing right by the campground office there sure okay. and the fred funk landing at bryce's prairie so we we hit up both pool seven and pool eight so any volunteer that wants to come out can either pre-register at the website rivercleanuplacrosse.com or just come out to the landings and we'll, we'll get you all set up awesome awesome well amy again i appreciate uh, i appreciate you taking the time to uh, to to come on this morning and talk a little bit about the uh, uh the river cleanup and uh, and uh, certainly want to wish you the uh, uh Best of luck in the in the event coming up on uh, on May the eighth, and uh, I don't not, don't don't take it the wrong way. I hope you don't find anything. So you know. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you having us. Any any more education outreach that we can get out there is just a benefit for the community, and, and being on uh, you know programs like yours this morning really really helps. So thank well, you, I, and and I'm glad to glad to be able to uh, help. Thank you so much. So uh, you take care, and again, best of luck on uh, on May the eighth. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and we will uh, talk to you again soon. Thank you. And uh, so I got to take a quick break and be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a second here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask.